Cuphead and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well, as am I. It's in the middle of Memorial Day weekend right now, so we're looking forward to a great summer and a great convention. But right now, we have a voicemail from DM Dan. You want to talk about a certain commercial that was released and been playing on YouTube and Facebook for a while. So go ahead, Dan. Hey, Glenn. DM Dan here. Hey, I was wondering if you saw the recent Renault commercial uh, that has the Dungeons & Dragons characters. It's been all over YouTube. It's a pretty good commercial. I thought they did it very well. Much better than the cheesy cartoon, which I also love. But I was wondering how they got the... uh, the rights for something like that. Anyways, I was just wondering what your thoughts were on it. It was kind of fun to see. Uh, I wonder if most people really had any clue as to what it was, except for us old grognards. It was kind of a shout-out to the past. Anyways, love the show. Keep it going. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I was... That kind of blew me away because of the fidelity that they did in uh, in the the whole production. I mean, when I saw Tiamat, I was like, whoa. And then at the end, I didn't expect to see Venger out there too. So it was a condensed episode basically. And it was nice that they finally tied up the series that way. I don't care if he shows up in a car. He could do that. He's the dungeon master. Sure. Why not? From what I understand over in Brazil, that that cartoon series has a cult following. So that's why they did. I remember seeing a Spanish, I think it was a car commercial a while back, where they did the Wacky Races, which also has a big following in Europe. And that was that one was fantastic too. So these and they do it so well. They do both these commercials are done so spot on. And I'm not really surprised, actually. So, Because the rest of the world, like in Europe and Japan and stuff, uh, if they can get top drawer A-list celebrities to endorse their products because they probably paid enough money to them, then I don't see why this wouldn't happen with such... such. I mean, you see... Uh, you, there's whole YouTube compilations of foreign commercials with people like Nicolas Cage and Arnold Schwarzenegger and other people in there. So this does not really surprise me. What surprises me is, as a, as a, uh, as an old time, as a movie fan, a movie buff, an old time comedy buff, and especially a Laurel and Hardy fan, I I was always so surprised. Even in this country where Hollywood respects things like that the least, and you have to go like to the other you know, the rest of the country or overseas for these things to get the respect they deserve. And like I said, I've been a Laurel and Hardy fan for a long time, and I always noticed Hollywood kind of, yeah, yeah, they were great, they were great. But out here, when they formed Sons of the Desert in, in New York, and they have these tents, and out here in the Midwest, they were big. Because they'd been shown on TV, they were really, really popular. You go overseas, uh, that movie Stan and Ollie, it's absolutely right. They were, They were mobbed. And... That whole tour, they were mobbed, even though it says at the beginning they didn't hell had half-filled houses. But, you know, like, and when they went to Ireland, forget it. Forget it. They were, they were like royalty over there. So it's just weird that the home country 
never seems to respect certain properties, but that you have to go outside the home country for people to do that. Why else would Jerry Lewis have a career? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> or should I say, uh, should I say the Hoff, David Hasselhoff? Anyway, so anyway, thank you for thank you, <laughs> thank you, DM Dan, for that for that email. Okay, today is today's kind of like. Uh, I don't know, a, a GM grab bag type of thing, because I was trying to think of where else you could send your player or other concepts you have to set up your players into something interesting that needs into adventure. And, you know, we're all about the genre, and I've known people who do genre matchups. I've mashups. I've done it myself. The biggest one I know is, the biggest guy who's done it I know is Mike Pondsmith. When he did Dream Park, all the modules they put out would start in one genre, but somehow morph into another genre, and he kind of combined the whole thing. For instance, he had an Arabian Nights module adventure for Dream Park, and at the end, it turns out like the genie and all this. This is all, this is all like he takes him into outer space. Genie's a genie's a, uh, a droid. and you know they go out into space with these these uh, advanced critters you know that 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 was the whole thing it was it wasn't it was one of those where you know tech comes so advanced it becomes magic and it just happened to land in that time period in the arabian nights era so you know th- there are mashups going on i i've i wrote a intro game for dream park that mashed up ghostbusters with japanese horror films like kaju and things like that, giant giant monsters, and had ghosts. I had ghosts in it. I had a uh, head of security was like I thought of him as Tashiro Mifune, and they had these kids who would be helping this one scientists, and they had their own little little cars that would form into a giant robot to fight the giant whatever that goes to attack Tokyo Tower and the rest of Tokyo. And since there were ghosts involved, like ghosts of samurais and things like that, the Ghostbusters, they were called, the the Ghostbusters got called in from Japan, from this corporation saying, hey, fix this problem. So you had them fighting ghosts. You had the monsters fighting over here. It, it was It was fun. It was a lot of fun. There was another one I did that mixed cyberpunk is in Cyberpunk 2020 with old horror films like the ones I like, the 30s, 40s, you know, with Bela Lugosi and stuff like that, and it worked. That was another intro game I made. And the one I haven't made that I keep thinking about making that was originally going to be in the D6 Star Wars universe is I wanted to find some backwater planet on the edge of the edge of the Imperium and where the, the, Imper- the Empire really didn't, you know, Palpatine and the Empire really didn't pay much attention. They would get their tribute and see, you know, they they pretty much ran the place, but they let the locals run it. You know what I mean? I mean, they had a presence there. I think they had one guy who was the rep, but it was this backwater kind of a Dagobah type planet. And I wanted to combine Star Wars with Smoking the Bandit or something like that, or the Dukes of Hazard. I wanted the players to be these guys who was running this stuff that was supposed to be illegal in Imperial space and have like the local law for you'd have Boss Hog, you'd have Roscoe P. Coltrane or, or you know, Smokey, Smokey uh, what's his name, Buford T. Justice. 
there and they would try and stop them Duke boys or them 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 Star Wars boys from running this stuff. Plus, on the way, they could help people and help, they'd help the rebellion surreptitiously and things like that. So I thought that would be a heck of a lot of fun. I saw a lot of car, I saw a lot of hover bike and hover car crashes in that one. Real Hal Needham stuff, you know what I mean? So anyway, there's a couple of ideas you guys can take and go ahead. And I need to start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this, you can send me an email at oldmangrognar@gmail.com, or you can give me a voicemail. Get me a voicemail over at anchor.com. We are monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you can help support this program, and I would thank you. Thank you again to my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, and Mark. And don't forget Mark's podcast, The Yawning Albert. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Thank you.